Did you have a narcissist in your life that cheated on you and left you or cheated on you and you knew about it and you confronted them about it and they wouldn't tell you or they wouldn't be honest about what was actually happening? You see, there's a lot of times that we'll have a narcissist or just a cheater in general, whoever, that actually has a new supply, that actually has someone else that they're with, but they'll never tell you. Even if you face them with blatant proof of, I saw you here, I took a photo here, that's not me. I don't know what you're talking about. And it's crazy because a lot of times when you're with a narcissist and they have a new supply, even if you know about it, even if you know about what's going on, a lot of times they'll be more protective of the new supply than they ever were of you. I want to be able to talk about that today, about some aspects of why narcissists are more protective of supply than they are you, and give some examples from my own life of things that I've gone through that have been that exact way. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. We do it on multiple different platforms, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, also on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, all those types of things. Just look us up under Raw Motivations. I'd like to ask you today, if you resonate with some of the videos or the podcasts that you've heard, like share them with someone else. Because you never know, someone that you might share this with might be someone who is impacted with narcissism and has in one of those relationships, but doesn't really realize it. A lot of times we're finding each and every day people saying like, wow, I didn't realize I felt like I was crazy because I was going through all this stuff, but I didn't actually realize what it actually was. Now I do. So we're trying to build that awareness. If you want to talk to me sometime to be able to work through the aspects of the trauma bond, how I try to help coach people to rewire their mindset and to get healed and to get healthy from that relationship, would love to talk to you one-on-one. -on -one. You can go to rawmotivations.com, click on the one-on-ones. We can set up a time to be able to chat. We'd love to be able to help you in your healing journey. A lot of people have been asking about the wife's perspective. We're actually talking about trying to put together more things, but we do have a podcast that we've been putting together already, and you can check it out. It's called Trauma, Drama, and Life. It's where myself and my wife, Kayla Taylor, we sit down, kind of talk through a couple things, answer some questions that you guys have sent in, and you guys have been really gracious in interacting, sharing, helping us actually get that platform launched. So thank you guys so much. Super excited about that. Last thing I'll bring up really quick, uh, actually two things. One, if you haven't had a chance to be able to see the journal that we just released a little while ago, it's called From Fantasy to Reality. It is on Amazon or you can get the links in any of the bios, but basically it has over 100 prompts to be able to help you journal and actually process getting out of that toxic relationship. Last thing, really quick, if you haven't had a chance, check out the NARC app. N-A-R-C-A-P-P.com, narcapp.com. It's a great place to build community. We recently just released some new features on it that as we're growing and building the app as we go, where people can tag people, people can interact with people. You can message members dire directly and be able to establish more community, more connection than what you've ever been able to do before in that app. So we're building that. We'd love to be able to have you engage with the weekly lives or the monthly coaching. Some of those are going to be transitioning a little bit into a whole nother level. So we can't wait to be able to interact with you on there. Anyways, diving into what we we're going to talk about today, why are narcissists more protective of supply than they are of you? Well, to give you a little bit of perspective, my life, if you don't know anything about my story, growing up, getting into relationships, getting into cycles, I thought they were going to stop, got into marriage, and I thought that those cycles were going to stop, but they didn't. As a result, I ended up in five different affairs inside my marriage. 
Each one was different. Each one was different interactions, different communications, all that kind of stuff. But pretty much each one was also very protective of that supply. So I want to talk about a couple things. We're going to drop a couple things. We'll move through protectiveness, supply, discard, and also a couple other aspects that I want to be able to touch base on. So one of the things is a lot of times a narcissist is protective just to not get caught. Okay, I mean, that seems like pretty like simple, but when we're talking about cheating and affairs and things like that, like a huge aspect of let me protect this other person is so that I don't get caught, so that I don't, so that she doesn't find out that I'm with this person or she doesn't find out that I'm interacting with this person and I want to be able to keep this person on the hook. I want to make sure that they know that they're mine. I want to make sure that I'm theirs, like that kind of mindset. A lot of times we'll see a narcissist be protective because you want to keep the supply on the line. Like you want to show the next person, like, I care. So like for me, it'd be like, hey, I want to know that I, that you know that I care about you because I want to make sure that I keep you in my supply category, my supply field, okay? And there's a lot of aspects of being protective because it shows that I care more for them than I did my wife. Now, I know a lot of those like kind of commingle a little bit and a lot of it kind of cuts across, but the idea is to be able to communicate and interact to a place that one, the supply feels like they're way more cared for, that they are way more involved, that they're the right person, that they're the person to interact and to be with, but then also to be able to hide the aspect of, I need to make sure that no one else finds out about this and I need to make sure that this person is elevated in a certain way. Oftentimes we'll see this in different aspects when it comes to supply. Now, I mentioned before, like the narcissist will never tell you about that supply. A lot of times we'll have it. Not all the time. A lot of times we'll have it where the narcissist knows that you know that there's supply, but they will never tell you. Okay. And even when you face them with the facts of like, I saw you with this person, I have a photo of you with this person. I took a, I took a picture. I took a video when you're going this way. Like, even if you have the facts, they won't admit it. And the reason why a lot of times they won't admit it is because when they admit it, it they have to admit that they're wrong. And that, re that releases shame and guilt. And that's not something that as a narcissist, I want to be able to interact with. So a lot of times my wife would be like, I think you're cheating on me. Or I think I saw you do this. I'd be like, no, you didn't. Like that didn't happen. Or I'd minimize it. You're being oversensitive. Like, why would you even think that? Of course, I'm not cheating on you. Like playing it down to make her think that she was the crazy one for even bringing up that concept. But at the same time, I was trying to be super protective about the stuff that's going on on that side. The other aspect is a narcissist, like I said, a lot of times won't tell you that there's supply. Sometimes they will. Okay. So everybody's like, my narcissist didn't tell. Okay. Sometimes they will. And sometimes they'll confess that supply in order to try to discard. Typically we'll call it a reverse discard. When the narcissist is trying to get rid of you and hoping, Hey, as I bring this up, they're going to get rid of me. Then I don't look like the bad guy. And then I can move on. When this happened, in my relationship, it came to the place that I got to the place where I knew, hey, I need to confess this. I needed to be something that I that I got out of the way. But there was a big part of me in confessing the affairs that I was like, maybe if I confess, she'll get so upset that she'll leave and then I can do whatever I want. But I didn't want to justify it. I didn't want to say like, oh, this is what I'm doing. I had to be able to put it under the guise of like, no, this is the right thing. Let me confess it because it's the right thing. And perk of that is hopefully she leaves so I can go do whatever I want. I can go be with the person I want to be. I could go be with that supply or anything like that. 
even talking about it with my wife later and and a lot of the toxicity that came out of that a lot of the toxicity that came out with the girl with bpd and all the craziness that happened in that regard like my wife even looks back now and she's like you know honestly she's like there's a part of me that realized halfway through some of the ups and downs that part of it was god probably had me stay with you for a period of time just so you wouldn't go and be with that one person because you would have literally destroyed your life it's very true anyways so a lot of times you'll have a narcissist that will confess to do a reverse discard. Let me see if I can get rid of this person. And then a lot of times with the aspect of protecting the new supply is a huge aspect for the narcissist of love bombing. Because the love love bombing from the narcissist to the new supply in the protective measure is like, oh, I, I'm going to take care of you. Like we're the best thing ever. Like we're going to continue to to be the best ever. So for me, I would love bomb the new supply. I would want to know like location to make sure that they're safe. I would want to know when they got home to make sure that everything was okay. Like all these aspects of like very like protective and like loving aspects that a lot of times people like view, but as a result, it's more or less the power of control over another person. Now love bombing would continue on until those supplies would get too clingy. Then it's time to kind of pull back. Uh, one other aspect that I want to highlight in, in my life and what I've seen in a lot of other people is where you have the narcissist that will drop everything to go help the supply while leaving everybody else to fend for themselves. This happened to me. Well, well me happened to that, whatever it is. Okay, but this happened in my life. And there was an aspect that I was at home after a long day of work. I was at home, a wife kid, dogs, everything, everybody's at home kind of a thing. I think it was like right after supper or something like that. And supply calls up and she's like, can't find the dog. Like, I don't know where the dog is. I'm freaking out about the dog. I was like, don't worry. We'll figure it out. Drop everything, leave my house and my family to go try to find her dog. Big aspect that you'll see a lot of times narcissists that have completely skewed priorities of their family, of their friends, of everything that's going on when it comes to that supply of dropping everything and being like, you no longer exist. Let me go take care of the supply that I want to be with or that I want to interact with. Now, a lot of times you'll have the narcissist that in the moment, all they're going to do is they're just going to fight for what they want. So that's why they're not protective of their families or of their kids or anything like that. They're only protective of the things that matter to them in that moment. So a supply matters because that's where I'm getting emotional, mental, physical supply from. So I got to protect that and keep that tight while the rest of everybody else I don't really care about because it's in the moment and what I want is what I want in that moment. So the people that are going to give me what I want, that's where I need to go. Okay. All about... The, the narcissist perspective is all about what I want and my needs. Narcissists will always use that to be like, you're not giving me my needs. That's a bunch of crap. But all I want and all my needs of what I need in that moment. So a lot of times you'll have a narcissist that will be super protective over one thing because it's feeding them. It's giving them supply. It's, it's fulfilling their needs in those moments. And then they ignore everybody else. Hopefully that makes sense. That was like a quick overview and I tried to be able to share some of my story and some bits and pieces. Let me know how some of that sounded or if you'd like to hear more about some of that going into that. Uh, last, I want to leave you with because I've been trying to do that recently. You're not crazy. You're not alone and you're not hopeless. Reach out for help. <laughs>